I watch film, but I'd be honest, I mean, when I first started watching film, I was just watching the game. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the UK Packers podcast. As usual, it's your host at Steedy NFL on Twitter, and of course, follow the group at UK Packers. And look, every Friday we seem to have a Super Bowl winner on, uh, just a massive Packer legend, people who invented the Lambo leap. But do you know what? You can't get bigger than this guy. I know I say that every week, but I really mean it this time. You cannot get bigger than this man on the line live right now. I have with me. The president of the Packers, King Packer himself, Mr. Mark Murphy. Mark, how are you? I'm doing great, Stephen. How are you? I'm not too bad. Was that intro okay? That was perfect. Yeah. <laughs> but Mark, look, let me get this out of the way. People are used to my dulcet Irish tones, if that's what we can call them. I always trumpet the whole Irish connection to Green Bay. I know that Green Bay American football was set up by a bunch of paddies, railroad workers on the west side of Green Bay, a few Irishmen. Your name's Mark Murphy. Can you please tell me how closely linked you are to Ireland? Well, I am Irish, by obviously by my name. Love it. Uh, I, I'm unfortunately only a quarter Irish, right. <laughs> but uh, but obviously my father, uh, you know, father has the Irish blood with the name. Yeah. And uh, I can say that my when I this summer my son and I traveled to Ireland for the first time. I'd, I'd never been to Ireland before and just loved spending uh, spending a week there this summer. Such a oh, so beautiful there. My uh, my father's family's from County Cork. Nice, that's yeah. a that's a nice part of the country. And again, the rebels who captured Ireland back from the English were Corkmen. So I mean, that goes to show your sort of fiery spirit, Mark. Would you say? Yeah, that's right. Absolutely. But look, I mean, that Irishness and that fiery spirit, that's something that you had on the field because your NFL career, you were highly decorated. You're you're a Pro Bowl safety, a Super Bowl champion with the Redskins, but. Uh, not to go too negative with it, but that came to a sort of, you know, an abrupt end at the hands of Jack Kent Cook. What what do you think about that whole situation, Mark? I mean, do you agree that it was a noble end fighting for your fellow players at the time because it was the collective bargaining agreement, right? And would you do it again if you had the chance? Oh, absolutely. You know, I, I you know, I wanted to keep playing. I played eight years and, you know, as I look back on it, I mean, that was plenty. Yeah. Um, and, you know, probably the best thing to happen to me was that my career ended quickly. Uh, I got involved right away. Now, I'm not, you know, I wanted to keep playing. I was very bitter. I was upset the way it ended. Yeah. But, you know, I, as I look back, you know, I I got started quickly on my next career. And, uh, you know, I, I was fortunate enough. I'd been accepted to law school. I uh, had a job offer from the NFLPA and just kind of buried myself in work and school and uh, have a wife who's a saint because uh, <laughs> we had four young kids at the time. So, yeah. Uh, but uh, yeah, you know, I, I, and I would not be in my position now were it not for the experience I had uh, with the NFL Players Association. You know, during those negotiations, I got to know got tremendous experience. One of the people I got to know very well was uh, Paul Tagliabue, who was a young attorney representing the NFL at the time. But he and I struck up a friendship. And, you know, then when he became commissioner, uh, he got me involved in a couple different uh, NFL uh, committees that uh, really was instrumental. And, you know, I I really, the main reason I'm in my position now is that experience that I had with the Players Association. Yeah, and I mean, you went kind of from one side of things to the next, didn't you? Because, let's face it, I mean, you're one of the most extremely highly educated professionals that I'll ever have the chance to speak with because is it correct that you studied law, you also studied finance? Yeah, I got my MBA, uh, Master's in Business Administration, while I was playing with the with the Redskins. Yeah. 
That's a, that's and incredible. Then, you know, I got my law degree after uh, after my career ended. And was that difficult for you, Mark? I mean, I mean, look to go to go from like to you know to be in the sort of savage safety on the field to go to a more off off a centric role. I mean, were you well suited to that, uh, or were you always sort of you know figuring that you were going to college to do your MBA? That it was always inevitable that this is the job that you were going to do. Yeah, I never, I wasn't drafted, so it's not like uh, you know I, I thought I was always going to have a career as an NFL player, and yes. so I was undrafted, and uh, was always wasn't really sure that I would be able to. I always had to make prove myself and make my make the team every year, so I always kind of planning for the next step. But uh, yeah, no, it uh, in a way, you know, it's not like Stephen. It's not like I went immediately from you know a player and representing the players to now my position with the Packers. You know, I had I had uh, you know I worked for uh, the Players Association, uh, and then I went to law school, and then I worked for the Justice Department. I was a, an attorney for the Justice Department for about four years. Yeah, and then I was an athletic director at two universities here in the United States for uh, almost 17 years and got great experience there before I came back to, to my position with the Packers. Yeah, it sort of sets you up very uniquely, doesn't it? Because even Roger Goodell pulls on your experience and you're on a bunch of committees now, I believe, still. Yeah, yeah, I really enjoy I think, uh, you know, uh, you know, having my background not only as a player but my involvement in the Players Association, I think it, uh, it's it been beneficial to me in my position. You know, I, I can really relate to the pressures that our players face and some of the issues that they're dealing with. Yeah, you're, you know, extremely experienced, as you say, with all of the players and being an attorney, you probably had to, you know, come up against some pretty grisly situations. My brother is an attorney and some of the stuff that he probably has to face is insane too. So you joined the Packers as the president mm-hmm. and CEO, which is an absolutely, I mean, it's the pinnacle, really. But it wasn't all amazing, uh, you know, meadows and puppies for you, was it? Because within a few months of actually joining, the whole Favre incident happened. I mean, how difficult was that for you at the time? And how important is it now that it's come full circle and that Favre has been welcomed in back to the Packers and all is okay? Well, uh, first, it was, it was a very difficult situation. It was <laughs> yeah. almost unprecedented within the NFL, you know, the, yeah. a player of the caliber of uh, Brett Favre and, you know, it was uh, it was a difficult situation, I think, for everybody involved. Um, you know, in some ways, though, it was really good, I think, early on in my tenure uh, to deal with a situation like that and work very closely with Ted Thompson and Mike McCarthy. Um, you know, we were all on the same page. Um, you know, we all... You know, we, uh, you know, when when Brett had retired, uh, and you know, we moved on and uh, installed Aaron as uh, the quarterback, and we were, you know, we weren't going to go back on that. We'd made a commitment to him, and uh, but you know, obviously our fan base, it was very emotional. I think it really kind of split uh, our fans uh, during that time, and it was uh, it was difficult. And then, uh, you know, when he went on and played uh, for the Vikings, I think uh, you know that that was a challenging time as well. Yeah, but as you said, uh, you know, time heals all wounds, and uh, you know it's great. I mean, we had him back last year for the Thanksgiving game when we uh, unveiled his the retired retired his number and unveiled it, and then of course the ceremony at uh, Canton this summer, and actually this uh, this weekend uh, Brett's going to be back for our Cowboys game, and we're going to uh, uh, unveil his uh, give him his Hall of Fame ring, and then uh, unveil his. Uh, name on our uh, hall of honor where all of uh, every player that's in the pro football hall of fame has their name uh, uh, up on our wall 
yeah, that's stadium. Gonna, do you know what? Brett Favre isn't the only guys in town because the UK and Irish Packers, would you believe, Mark? We're heading over. There's about 30 of well, us. Well, uh, yeah, I, sh- I should have led with that. Yes, we're <laughs> going to have the, the UK, UK Packers and Stephen O'Brien will be here. <laughs> yeah. We're actually, yeah, we're looking forward to it. It'll be fun. Yeah, it's going to be and great. We, we want, I, we desperately want to play in London. We got to figure out how to get that done, but uh, we we don't want to play badly enough that I would give up a home game. Uh, when you see it's too important to our community, but you know, hopefully we can uh, figure out a way to get uh, a team to give up uh, a home game against the Packers uh, yeah. and move it to London. Well, look, Mark. I mean, just between yourself and myself and the thousands that listen to the podcast here, right? Can we collude in a way and try get you to Croke Park in Dublin instead of going over to London, and it could be the first game played in Ireland? How does that sound? Oh, oh, I'd love that. That'd be great. <laughs> well, look, pull on all of your contacts. Well, okay? you know, the league, the league's got big plans for international. I mean, they want to really. I think they see that as a way, or we, the league sees that as a way to to really grow gre- revenue as we move forward. Yeah, and look, I hope I don't bore you here, but Crow Park is kind of a sacred ground. That's where, you know, all of the old Irish games have been played. And actually, the very first foreign sport that was ever played there was before World War II, when somebody, a U.S. airman, went over and played a game of American football in Crow Park. So there's a little fact that you can uh, probably forget after the podcast. Oh, okay. And that's in Dublin? (laughs) Uh, Yeah, that's in Dublin, yeah. So Crow Park is kind of the head of the GAA. It's the Gaelic Athletic Association. So there's a lot of sort of... um, there's a lot of anger over here when they let England play the rugby against Ireland in that stadium because the last time the English were in there was the massacre of Bloody Sunday. So, but then, then people were saying, oh, we can't have a foreign game in there. But what they forget is that American football was, in fact, the very first foreign game back in the 40s. Huh, that's interesting. Right. But look, uh, we've talked about Brett Favre and the difficulty that was and it all came full swing. But look, Mark, I mean, the stuff that you've achieved on and off the field since, you know, you joined as president has been unprecedented. I know this is kind of a Sophie's choice, but if you could pick one thing that stands out in your mind is your proudest achievement in Green Bay since you started what would that be oh I think it has to be uh, the, the Super Bowl championship Super Bowl 45 oh, yeah. uh, you know just kind of everything coming together and that was just uh, such a great uh, team win and uh, you know to win the Super Bowl as a wild card uh, yeah. is relatively unprecedented and uh, so that, that was really exciting and hopefully you know, hopefully we'll have a few more of those yeah, because look, let's face it, the Packers have been pretty amazing since inception. So from 1919, when they put on the blue and yellows, they've been incredible. Mm-hmm. Let's try forget about the 70s and the 80s for a second. Let's go back to the 90s and whatever, right? But do you ever worry, Mark? I mean, you're a massive organization, but in a very small market. Now, albeit with the most dedicated fans in the world, because we add ourselves into that. Myself and Ryan here do uh, all about the UK Packers. I mean, we're up most of the time. Actually, when we watch a Sunday night or, or Thursday night football game, we're up till 5 a.m. in the morning and and then have to go to work oh, for seven so it's pretty brutal and we call that it's 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 you know victory monday but misery monday if by chance that we ever lose but look i mean do you ever worry that if the standard does go down that you're still very vulnerable like the old packer organization was in that town that had to be bailed out does that ever kind of stress you well yeah i mean you know you, you want to win every year and uh you know uh, yeah, you want to win on a consistent basis going forward and uh yeah, I, I, it's it's hard to do in the NFL, and we've been very fortunate. We've got great people, uh, you know, and, and obviously in our in, in, you know our football operations with Ted uh, Ted Thompson and Mike McCarthy. Yeah, and uh, yeah, we've been fortunate. I mean, seven years in a row now we've been in the playoffs. I think uh, 
you know, 18 out of the last 25 years, something like that, you know, that it's, so we've had a really good run and, but it can change quickly. I mean, you look at, you know, teams like the Raiders and, you know, I think in the nineties when the bills, I'm a, I'm a bills fan. I'm from Buffalo. <laughs> uh, they were, you know, they were one of the best teams in the league and, you know, now they haven't been in the playoffs, you know, since 2000, I think. So it's, it's really, uh, it can change quickly. And so you, you, you gotta be, always planning for the future. You know, even though when the Packers had their down years in the 70s and 80s, the fan support stayed strong. Yeah. And so, um, you know, I, I think, you know, you know, you want to keep winning, and that's our number one goal. But uh, I, we are very fortunate with the kind of fan support that we have. And so, you know, it's remarkable that there's still a team in small Green Bay, yeah. and that's a tribute to our fans. And uh so, uh, but hopefully uh, we'll keep winning, and, and that's not an issue at all. Yeah. So I, I know you're a busy man, Mark. And to just finish, and I, I'm not looking for a promise or a pledge, but sure. How how interested are you in coming over here to the UK, realistically? And how realistic do you think it is in the next few years? Is it something that could happen sooner rather than later? Well, we're very interested. We would love to. I think uh, it'd be great for the organization. Um, so, but as I said, you know, the for us in a small town, you know, the economic impact of our home games here is just so big that you know it would be a real blow to pull a home game out. So then you look at, uh, you know, the who we're who are we playing in the upcoming years, and who might be willing to give up a home game? Yeah. Problem is that our fans travel so well. That you know, for instance, this year uh, Jacksonville, who's uh, been playing a game and game in London uh you know I think for the last three or four years um was that would that was one we hoped that maybe that would be a chance they would move the game to London but they uh you know our fans traveled so well it was a sellout and uh sellout in Jacksonville I think they set a record for revenue for a game uh with our fans right the other thing that that hurts a little bit now is uh teams have moved to what they call variable pricing so you'll have three or four tiers of pricing uh for games uh in the regular season and because our fans travel so well we're usually that top tier so it's making it a, a little little more difficult financially for teams to, to to be willing to give up a game against the packers I think you know it's going to be uh, it's going to have to be the you know the right team, and I think probably the league is going to have to be involved and be pretty persuasive uh, that this is really something that's going to be good for the league to have the Packers because we're one of just a handful of teams that hasn't played in London yet. Yeah, which is you know what that hurts us uh, each and every time yeah. that they announce the teams because every year, Mark, we get this it could be the Packers, and then we have some sort of you know quote unquote insider, and they always say, yeah, I've heard word that it's the Packers, and we're like, oh please. But look, let me put it this way: when we talk about top tier pricing, so for us to go over to Green Bay, which we're doing this year, it can cost maybe two, two and a half grand to go over. Add into that the thousands, undoubtedly, that we're going to spend in the Packer Pro Shop and refreshments, let's say over there. Good, so- that's a good investment. <laughs> though Stephen, you know money well spent in the pro shop <laughs> absolutely. absolutely. <laughs> and you gotta have you gotta come to 1919 kitchen and tap get some uh, cheese curds oh yeah there's guys booked in there already they made the reservations in advance so we're so we're well <laughs> we're well planned mark but what i'm sort of saying is if we're willing to spend you know three to four grand uh just to go over we would easily spend the three to four grand if we could pay to get you over here so if you want to spread the word to all of those okay uh, just say listen you've I'll got fans over <laughs> 
I'll tell you what, as long as I'm allowed to go up into the uh, into the box there, Mark, and me and you can shoot the breeze and talk about our Irish past, I think we can work something out. Uh, well, let's do it. Sounds good. <laughs> Brilliant. Look, Mark, it was an absolute pleasure dealing with you. You know you have a, a billion other things to do. Um, so sure. I just want to thank you from the bottom of my heart here, from everyone at UK and Irish Packers. Thanks for coming on. Oh, my pleasure.